0: You're listening to audio from Queen City Church. Thank you for joining us. We hope this message will encourage you and offer practical steps for a relationship with God that keeps getting better and better. I think I have been here twice and it's been a while. So there's a lot of people who haven't met before. So I'll start with my normal shtick. Uh, Dan Leanne is my name. Uh, I was born and raised in Melbourne, Australia. And that's the reason my voice is this way. My mother and father are Chinese. That's the reason my face is this way. But now I live in Anderson, South Carolina. Uh, for the last six years, the South has been home. Uh, that's the reason I have type 2 diabetes and I drive a truck. I yaw a lot. I take college football way too seriously. And uh, unless, unless the Bulldogs are in it again, and I don't care that much. So that's the reason I'm here tonight. But uh, it is a real joy to be able to come and hang out with some of my best friends on planet Earth. We go way back, uh, Pastor Brian and myself. Uh, I remember hanging out with like Jasmine on some uh, some youth camps back in like the, the Dallas days. And uh, it's so cool to be able to to see what God is continuing to do uh, here through Queen City Church in Cincinnati. And uh, I've got a really simple word for you. Uh, there's a countdown clock down here and there's a trap door up here and uh, as soon as that thing hits zero uh, this door is going to open up and I'm going to disappear before your very eyes and, and because I don't want to do that. Um, the word's going to be simple and uh, but the word is going to be helpful if you allow it to be helpful. Come How many of you know that our God loves and gives and he loves you enough to give you a word that you need this evening? So no matter where you're at in your journey, No matter what's running through your mind right now, just know that God has something so precious for you here at First Conference. I want to honor Pastor Brian and Heather. I just love them so much. Two of the great leaders on planet Earth right now. I'm serious. You can do a search for a man and a woman who lead with such integrity, such excellence, such wisdom, such passion. And I'm telling you now, there's going to be a very short list um, right there at the top. And Brian and Heather are going to be right there at that list. You know what I'm saying? So I love you guys. Come on, how about we honor our senior leaders coming in the house. And... This is a word for you as well, bro. It's, it's a word. So I wrote it down as I was flying here this afternoon. I felt the Holy Spirit say, hey, Queen City Church, God wants to restore your joy. Some of you lost it in the last couple of years. And God wants to use this time together over the next 24 hours to see a joy restoration. I sense the Holy Spirit say that he wants to bring a lightness back into your spirit. A bounce back into your step. I felt the Holy Spirit specifically say that he wants to bring laughter back into your relationships and back into your homes. He wants your gatherings on a Sunday, to be more life-giving than ever. The season of heaviness is over. The oil of joy is now flowing. It's time to walk forward in restored joy. God wants to restore your joy this evening. Let's pray and we'll jump into this word. Lord Jesus, restore our joy. Amen. God wants to restore your joy. Joy is a hard word to define. You can go to the dictionary, you can study the original Hebrew word and the original Greek word, and you can extrapolate the concept of an inner strength and inner lightness and inner gladness and inner confidence, but the reality is Joy as an idea, joy as a reality is really hard to exhaustively explain. But everyone in this room knows joy when they see it. Everyone in this room knows joy when they feel it. Unfortunately, there are way too many people in the world who know what it's like to have had joy and to have lost it. There are way too many people in the world today and maybe even the room this evening who can tell the story of having more joy around March 2020 than they have right now because you've had joy and you're losing it. And it's important for us, dare I say imperative for us as a faith community to be real about our joy. Because God designed you in such a way to run off joy. That's the reason the book of Nehemiah chapter eight and verse 10, it says, for the joy of the Lord is my strength. When I've got joy, I can just deal with my days. When I've got joy, that nine to five just flies by. When I got joy, that person who rubs me up the wrong way, I've just got so much patience for them. When I got joy, my, my kids come and asking for another snack after I gave them a snack like 10 minutes ago. It's so cute. Let's take a picture and remember these moments. You know what I'm saying? When you got joy, you can just power through life. You can climb that hill. You can clear that hurdle when you have joy. For the joy of the Lord is my strength. Flip it. When you don't have joy, life is difficult. That nine to five just drags on and on and on. That person that annoys you gets on your last nerve so much quicker. Fights arise so much faster. That nagging seems incessant and you find yourself wanting to just run away from all the pressure and the pain. With joy you power through in life. Without joy, every day is a struggle. And here's the reality. We are knit together by this common thread as a humanity. We have, over the last couple of years, been running low on joy. Just think about the kinds of interactions you have throughout the course of the day. Think about some of the interactions you have on social media. Think about what is swirling around the earth this very moment. And I would suggest to you that we are in a day and an age where we have as little surplus joy as I can remember. So Cincinnati and Houston, we have a problem. You need joy to just do life, side note, if you want to live out Pastor Brian's message from yesterday and follow Jesus and make him famous in the earth, you better have some joy because the followers of Jesus were meant to be marked by love and joy. The followers of Jesus were meant to be marked by being the, the best arguers in a competitive society, you know. The followers of Jesus are just so amazing at pointing out all the flaws and all the fractures in a broken culture and pointing them out and making them feel small and silly. No, the followers of Jesus were meant to sound like love and joy, smell like love and joy, sound like love and joy. We need joy, but we're running low. Because 2020 caused us to nearly empty our supply We're going through something that's unprecedented. We've never experienced that level of fear and uncertainty before. Never been told that I need to wear a mask and cover up. Never been told that I can't go within six feet of somebody. Never been told how much toilet paper I can use on any given visit. (laughs) And just as we're all spinning, 2020 flows into 21 and you see a division and a fracture in society. Friends, for years are friends no longer things that you could debate and discuss over dinner now cause you to walk away and not want to relate anymore. The uncertainty just flows into now a deep and profound frustration and as if things couldn't get worse, we flow into 22 and now the economy is unstable, inflation is on the rise. No one knows what inflation really is. All I know is that I used to pay a dollar for that Walmart bread and now I pay a dollar 47. In the old days, I used to tell my kid when he was hungry, go cook an egg. Now I was like, "Hey, do you really need to cook that egg? Could that egg be like 48 cents each? You know what I'm saying? I like kind of really value this egg. That's what you're getting for birthday this year. You know what I'm saying? You're getting a dozen eggs. <laughs> do with them as you please. You know what I'm saying. We laugh now, but many of us have not been laughing as much as we used to because this has been a heavy stretch. In human history. So we're running low on joy. So how's your joy right now? Let's be real. Are you overflowing? You got enough to spare? Are you just getting by? You paint a smile on your face. You put on a nice shirt. You come to church, but you know that you're running on fumes. How are you going? Come on, with your joy right now. Seriously, if there was like a a fuel gauge on your chest... Indicating your joy level, what would it read? Remember in the old days when we all drove cars with, you know, gasoline engines before, you know, the invasion of the uh, the electrical vehicle that's going to destroy the earth. And remember the fuel gauges back in the day. Remember there's an F for full and an E for empty, and that little light that goes off if you be running really low. Just out of curiosity, what do you guys do when that light goes off? You know what I'm saying? Do you do what my wife does? as a smart, insightful, intelligent, wise individual and see that as an indicator to find a gas station and fill up? Or do you do what I do? See, this the beginning of the game. Like, how many more miles can I squeeze out of this thing? You know what I'm saying? The computer be reading like 50 miles. This is 150 miles in this thing. If I drive it just right, like conservatively up hills, take my foot off accelerator going down hills, this thing might go on forever. You know what I'm saying? Is your joy light going off? Has your joy light gone off a long time ago and you just don't know what to do about it? What would your friends say about your joy light? What would your wife say about your joy light? What would your kids say about your joy light? Because if you're running low on joy right now, I've got some good news for you. My Jesus is in the business of restoring joy. I'm going to say that again out loud for the people chilling in the back. Come on. My Jesus, my King, my God, my friend is in the business of restoring joy. Hey, Chip and Joanna ain't got nothing on my God's power to restore. That's the reason in Psalm 51, King David could so confidently beg of God, restore to me the joy of my salvation. I lost something because I've been through stuff. But you can restore it. So I need you to do it. If you've been running low on joy, Mark this evening down in your calendar. As the time where the God of the universe cut in on your journey, cleared his celestial throat, and spoke in your direction, and let you know, he's here to restore your joy. So here's the question. Okay, how? Okay, big guy with obviously a lot of upper body development, but not as much on his lower body. How? How does God restore joy? Well, I was reflecting on that this afternoon, and I just want to share a couple of truths with you that I would challenge you to not only to to listen to them tonight, but to ponder them in the week to come and to apply them in the days ahead. Because this is how the Bible speaks to that question. How is joy restored? Well, first and foremost, if you have notebooks and journals, you can pull out your Leather bound journals and your pens right now. My old mentor used to tell me that a blunt pencil is more effective than a sharp mind in remembering the th- things that God whispers to you about. I'm not saying you need to take notes to get into heaven. I'm just saying, why take a chance? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it could be like kind of an open book test, some tricky kind of. I'm around, Don't write that down. Not, that's not true at all. But seriously, if you have like an iPhone, you can pull that out and open up the note app and thank the Lord Jesus for Steve Jobs as you do so that's a wonderful piece of technology you have right there if you have a Google device one of those Samsung devices you can put it away I've got nothing for you from this point on in the message because you mess up our group texts with your green bubble energy you know what I'm saying like oh I want to be like different like i got a good deal like, no 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 you're messing things up for the rest of us How is joy restored? Point number one, joy is restored in the presence of Jesus. If you don't get anything else out of this evening, I hope and pray that you get this. That if you're feeling dry in your soul, if you're feeling heavy in your spirit, if you're feeling like your joy light has been going off for the longest time, you have somewhere to go. And in his presence is the restoration of joy. That's the reason in the book of Galatians chapter 5, it tells us, for the fruit of the spirit is love and joy. The spirit of God is just Jesus with us every day. And the Bible makes it clear that if you choose to spend time with the Jesus who came so far to spend time with you, the fruit of that fellowship is more love and joy. You can't hang out with Jesus and not experience more joy. Now I'm not talking about just Getting your daily Bible reading plan stuff checked off and quickly listening to like a, you know, an elevation worship song on the way to church and then basically getting about your day. That's a part of it, but it goes deeper than that. It's richer than that. It's more intimate than that. Every single time you take the time to recognize that he is God and that you are not, But he is ferocious, endless love and he's pointed in your direction and you allow his love to engulf your soul. I promise you, come on, there's more joy. Come on, smile, that's good news. That means the joy in your journey isn't dictated by your personality. Some people think that they'll never have joy in their journey because they're not a very joyous kind of person. They think to themselves, you know what, I'm, I was born like kind of a glass half empty kind of individual. You know, my mother and father were kind of that way. You know, even my blood type is negative, you know what I'm saying? I'm out here and I just look this way, you know. I was born with RBF. You know what RBF is? Like resting bitter face, you know what I'm saying? And, and you're going like, hey, it's just the way that I am. And I think that there are some people who are just more introverted by nature, people who are more pensive and more, um, more reflective by nature. I believe that, that there are aspects of our personality which resides within our soul that does tend towards being quiet and enjoy, enjoying being by oneself. I, I, I get that. But the joy that you have in your journey This inner strength, come on, this inner confidence, come on, this inner lightness, come on, this inner joy is not dictated or determined by your personality. Come on, it's dictated and determined by the person who is Jesus Christ and you can have as much of his presence, come on, as you want. You create the space, he'll fill it. Just take a moment to reflect on that reality. As much space as you want to create, he'll fill it. You give him five minutes, he'll jam himself into that five minutes in the morning. If you want to give him your ride to work or to school in the morning, he'll fill up every single moment if you allow him to fill it. Come on, if you roll along on a Friday night and cruise into a high school to hear a random Asian dude with a cool accent yell at you, I'm telling you now, this is more than just us checking off a Christian to-do box at the beginning of a year. No, what we're doing is we're giving Jesus space, come on, to fill aspects of our journey and the fruit of this relationship is always come on more joy come on smile this is really good news because it means that the joy in your journey isn't dictated or determined by your circumstances that's the difference between happiness and joy see happiness is that high feeling you get when things go your way that's where the word happiness comes from happenings so things happen in your favor you feel happy 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 if things don't go your way, you feel sad, sad, sad. And I've got no issue with happy. I just refuse to allow my soul to run off happy because how many know sometimes things go your way and sometimes things don't? You know what I'm saying? Like money stuff is good, happy, happy, happy. Got no money, sad, sad, sad. Hey, weather be nice, happy, happy, happy. Weather blowing in, sad, 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 sad. Hey, Bengals, come on, make a playoff, run, Happy, happy, happy. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, It's up and it's down and it's down and it's up and I've got no issue with happy. I love happy. I hope your days are filled with happiness. Just don't allow your soul to be controlled by that happiness. Happiness is outside in, joy is different, it's inside out. Joy is connected to the person who is Jesus. And guess what? He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And no matter how dark the night, no matter how deep the hole, no matter how unrelenting the pain, no matter how soaking the storm, I promise you he hasn't changed a bit. Joy is inside out. Money stuff good, money stuff bad. I got Jesus. He can't shake my joy. Hey, good Report from the doctor, bad report from the doctor. I got Jesus. I know it sounds crazy, but I got a joy. Hey, work stuff is going great. Hey, work stuff is really, really breaking me down. But you know what? I've got Jesus. I can handle it. I got joy. You know what I'm saying? The the, the Bengals go all the way to a Super Bowl and win the whole deal. The Bengals do what they did last year, nearly get there, not quite. You know what I'm saying? Trust me, after two days of weeping and maybe some excessive drinking, you got Jesus. No, not here, because this is one of those. Yeah, not messing around. (laughs) This is one of real churches. Yeah, you, okay. You got Jesus. Come on, you got joy. Joy comes from the presence of Jesus. And the good news is you can have as much of him as you want. And that's the reason I'm in the, you know, you guys do 21 days of prayer and fasting here. It's it's a beautiful way to start the year. But, but in amongst the prayer and the early mornings and in amongst the fasting and the making the decision to hunger after God, what you're doing is you're just creating space. Come on, and he fills it. That's why I maintain a, a discipline of fasting in my journey outside of these 21 days. I want to consistently and continually in my journey create space for Jesus because guess what? He fills it and where he is, there is more joy. Point number two, write this one down. Joy not only comes from his presence, joy also comes from perspective. That's the reason in the book of James it tells us to consider it pure joy when you face trials of many kinds. Can you see what Pastor James is saying? Based on the way that you consider something, the way you face something, you can either see joy manifest or you can see joy wither away. You can see joy bloom or joy bust, all based on the perspective you take in life. And specifically, I need you to write down two different kinds of perspectives many people choose to take or one or the other in their journey there's the perspective of grumbling and there's also a perspective of gratitude and if you're the kind of person who is consistently focused and fixated through the lens of grumbling if that's your perspective any kind of bubbling joy that you could experience will fizz away That's what grumbling does. Think about the last 14 hours of your life. Think about the last 14 hours of your life lived with the perspective of grumbling. And you wake up this morning and you're going, oh, it's a cold morning this morning. I didn't sleep good last night. Getting to that age where I'm waking up with an injury that I didn't go to sleep with. You know what I'm saying? Got a bad back. Got a bad back, but I gotta go to work. So I gotta go to work. I hate this job. So overqualified for this job. It's the only job that was going around, so I'm doing this job. But first, I gotta have some breakfast because someone told me that's the most important meal of the day. So I go and open up the fridge because I wanna have some cow milk on my cinnamon toast crunch. And lo and behold, there's no cow milk. Who drunk all the cow milk? What's this almond milk stuff? Who, what kind of weird hippie from the west coast invented this almond milk stuff and now I'm driving to work and there's just traffic everywhere and sitting in this job like I said before I don't like it I get through the day and now I'm home and I just want to put my feet up and just watch a little bit you know what? It's that first conference thing I got to go to this church service tonight because sure enough if I skip church tonight that'll be the night that Jesus decides to come back and so here I am I'm riding along to church and Now there's someone out the front and he's smiling at me. He doesn't know me and he's smiling at me. What are you smiling at? I don't trust people smiling at me that I don't know. It's like they know something that I don't know. know, And I I don't like that. And now I'm in the room and as if my day couldn't get worse. Someone's sitting in my seat. Don't they know that's my seat? I've been coming here. I was back here in 2020 and that was my seat. And now I'm here. This is my seat and someone's sitting in my seat. And now we're singing these songs, and I don't like these songs. You know why? Because they're theologically incorrect. I think that all the songs that we sing should come out of the book of Psalms. You know what I'm saying? I don't read the book of Psalms, but they should all come from the book of Psalms. And i got a random Chinese guy I never heard of out here, and he's yelling at me. You know what I'm saying? Can you feel the energy just leave the room? Some of you all have spent the last 14 hours. No, no. Some of you all have spent the last 14 months <laughs> through that lens. Let me give you these, just the last 14 hours, just live differently through the perspective of gratitude. Come on, the lens of thanksgiving. And you wake up this morning, you go, whoa, I didn't sleep good last night, I got a bad back. But it's all good, because a bad back in the morning just reminds me I didn't die in my sleep. And I get to go to a a job today and I'm doing, I don't fully enjoy it but you know what, the Bible tells me that everything I do, I do unto the Lord and this is actually worship to Him and the way that I carry myself and the way that I handle myself and the way that I shine light right now is going to open up doors for me down the track that's going to bless my life and bless people around me but first got to have some breakfast so here I have I've got my Cinnamon Toys Crunch and I open up the fridge, all the cow milk is gone but there's almond milk, praise God for almond milk someone worked out where those udders are in the almonds and they milk the little things and now I got almond milk and I'm driving to work and there's traffic everywhere, praise God for traffic because traffic just reminds us that I live in a cool city and the world is getting back to normal and I'm out here and I got home from work, wait a second, I've got a conference thing to go to. Thank God that I go to a church where the leadership see it as important, that we give the first of the year to King Jesus because if we seek him first everything else from February on come on, is going to stack up behind that and we're in this room right now and guess what someone's sitting in my seat praise God someone's sitting in my seat that means that someone who doesn't usually come to church came along to church tonight because everyone who's usually at church knows that's my seat and I'm out here and we're singing these songs and I'm telling you now it's getting me all of my feels and that there's an Asian guy and he's yelling at me and I don't understand a word He's saying, but I like his energy, man. I like his energy. Can you feel the difference? Come on, do that the next time before you complain. Do that the next time before you stress. Do that the next time before you try to evangelize everyone to everyone around you. The, the world is going to hell in a handbasket, and, and Jesus and Elvis have left the building. Before you break the glass because you think there's an emergency, how about you make a decision? Just say, you know what? There's so much, come on, that I can be grateful for. And I promise you, there's going to be more joy, mm, pure joy, that bubbles up, amen, in your soul. Just turn to your neighbor right now and tell them one thing that you're grateful for right now. Come on, just turn to your neighbor right now. One thing, one thing, one thing. Come on, one thing. Hey, seriously, dude, if there's like a 23-year-old guy, hey, if there's an early 20s guy out there and you be sitting next to a good-looking single girl... Hey, the answer is, hey, hey, I'm thankful for you. You know what I'm saying? I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful for the opportunity to sit next to you. You smell good. You know what I'm saying? We should read the Bible together tomorrow. You know, something like that. You know what I'm saying? All right. I promise you. For the married people in the room, if you learn how to do that, your house will never lack joy. You teach your children how to get into the, the, the top that joy story game, I promise you, there'll be times where you'll be in surplus and there'll be times where it'll feel like there's lack, but you're never going to be l- low on joy. You know what I'm saying? If you can, come on. I promise you, in your small groups, in your friendship circles, if you guys can master the, hey, what are you grateful for? That perspective will bring, amen, pure joy. All right, six minutes and then I'm done. As the keyboarder slips up and starts playing like emotional, emotive chords from the minor family that make us feel receptive, emotional, responsive. The third P um, And this is more than alliteration. Uh, This has been the project that that, that I've been on um, over the last couple of months. More Jesus, more joy. Better perspective, more joy. Uh, Perseverance, write that one down. Perseverance. The Bible says in Romans chapter 15 and verse 13, hey, may the God of hope Can I just remind you, Queen City, that our God is the God of hope. He's not the God of confusion. He's not the God of division. He's not the God of vengeance. He's not the God of anger. May the God of hope. May the God of the best is yet to come. May the God of the storm will clear. The sun will shine again. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in Him. So that you may be able to overflow with hope and peace and love and joy to everyone around you. May the God of hope fill you with all joy. Everyone say all joy. Can I say all joy like an Australian? All joy. Say all joy like an American. All joy. Say all joy like my dad. All joy. Taught you languages, was a little bit racist. May the God of hope fill you again, Brad. May it fill you again, Brian. May it fill you again, Sydney. Would it fill you again, Jazz? Would it fill you again, Hamp and Connor? I'm just guessing because there's a lot of white people in the room, I'm just guessing. There's a Hamp somewhere, there's a Connor somewhere. I'm just guessing, you know what I'm saying? May the God of hope fill you with joy again. But here's the catch. It's as you trust in Him. There's an exchange. You give trust. He gives joy. You lean into Him and not away from Him. He flows joy into your direction. As you trust in him this has been the project for the first nine days of 2023 for me because I finished last year running pretty low I've always been like a really naturally positive person. Like I've got high energy, like usually if you can't tell. I don't know what it was. It might be because my mother never breastfed me but gave me Red Bull instead. But something happened to me to make me this way. But I was worn down. 22 was the toughest year of pastoring in my journey. Trying to kind of clear the rubble and start rebuilding again at the same time same time trying to find the 35 to 40% of people who disengage from weekly church attend I'm telling you now it was frustrating and um, kind of the deal was moving to America like one of the kind of the conditions where that we'd be able to just go back and have a quick visit to Australia at least once a year. So we did in 17, 18, 19. But then in 2020, obviously, everything shut down. And then in 21, um, Australia wasn't letting anyone in. And then last year was our first year that we could go. And so we had to, without going too deeply into it, like like we're here legally, like we're here legally. So if anyone's watching later on... God bless America. Yeah, we're here, okay. It's just technically without visas, we can't leave the country and come back in. So we have to wait for our green cards to come through. Um, and our lawyers were telling us that there's a, there's a very high chance that we could have them by October, November last year. And all I wanted to do was get back to... Um, Australia for Christmas I just want to see my mother and father I haven't seen them for three and a half years and and they've aged a lot in the last couple of years because of what everyone's been through and and so we didn't hear anything in like October or November um, but in the first week of December we get some registered mail from um, the US government and so I'm in a meeting so Krista texts me and says you've got to call me right now and so she's excited she's going I think, I, think the, I think they're coming I think this is it so I'm telling you now I couldn't concentrate for the rest of the day I'm so excited I said don't, don't open up the letters until, until I get there so a couple of hours later I get home and it's sitting there on the bench and so she opens it up And my wife's expression of just sheer and total deep disappointment told me what these letters were saying. So I grabbed the letter and it said, uh, Unfortunately, there is no update on your case. Please be expectant for long delay. No time frames can be given. So I try to be positive. I'm like, hey, you know what? Hey, you know what I'm saying? It's hey, America's a great country to be stuck in. We'll be stuck in during, you know, what I'm saying like NFL playoffs, and it's gonna be good. Like, kind of, it's, 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 it's great. And but I had to run into the bathroom. How many people got a room in their house that they just go to to cry? Anyone got one of those rooms? Oh, that must my bathroom. Okay, I love my bathroom. And so I just go there because I don't want, I don't want my wife to. I, I just want, and I'm like. So we get through Christmas stuff and there's the 1st of January and I'm just feeling so heavy as I'm sitting in my favorite chair in the morning reading my Bible. But I made a decision right there. I said, you know what? God, you said that if I trust in you, you'd give me hope. So right there in that chair, I said, you know what? I'm not going to run away from you. I'm going to run towards you. I'm not going to harden my heart. I'm going to soften my soul and ask for more of you. I'm not going to get bitter and frustrated. I am going to bless your name and lift you up. And I'm telling you now, it felt like a bolt of lightning hit my head, flowed down to my heart, and the last nine days have been the testimony of some renewing joy. I'm telling you now, I'm seeing it. And I want you to see it too. I speak it out in the name of Jesus. Hundreds of hundreds of people here in the Queen City family going, I feel a lightness in my spirit I haven't felt in a long time. It feels like the sun is shining brighter. I've never seen the sky so blue. I've never felt what I'm feeling on the inside in the light of what's around me. I'm telling you now, there's a joy inside of me. I'm believing this. Come on, for your journey in 2023. Come on, so let's all go on a journey of joy restoration together. Is anyone with me? Come on, does anyone need to see their joy restored? Come on, anyone need their joy restored? Come on, if if you need your joy restored, put your hand up high in the sky. Come on, let's be real right now. Keep them them high. Come on, your, your deodorant is special and strong. Come on, it's holding right now. In the name of Jesus, you tell us that even though you oppose the proud, you give grace to the humble. So eyes are open and heads are looking around. This is a humbling moment. So just keep your word, God, and add grace to our journey. We need joy. We thank you, God, that this joy is going to help us power through life and bring glory to your name. And this joy is going to be a testimony to a city that is still coming out of a heavy season. We thank you, God, in the name of Jesus that word is going to spread throughout this region. If you're looking for joy, get to Queen City because there is joy and abundance in that house. But first, Lord God, we thank you that you're restoring it for us today. In Jesus' name, amen. If there is anything in your life that we can pray for, please visit queencitypeople.com slash prayer. For the latest updates on our church, follow us on social media at queencitypeople People or visit queencitypeople.com.